0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. Welcome to uh, Believe in Sports Business, Sports Media. I am your host, Fred Wallen. You can email us, of course, at 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 AOL.com. We're taping this at 5.06 Thursday afternoon, Pacific Daylight Time, and I hope everybody's okay. Governor Gavin Newsom, an hour ago, indicated... That he thought within eight weeks, 56% of us in California will come down with the uh, coronavirus, uh, which means um, not good. Uh, Email us with your thoughts, sportsfred at aol.com, sportsfred at aol.com. True story, folks. Uh, I take an allergy shot every five weeks at the UCLA Medical Center. I went with my wife today. I was paranoid. They do separate you. After uh, 1.30, they do the uh, people that might have uh, the coronavirus. Before that, uh, uh, they give the allergy shots and whatever, and I went at 11.30. So, uh, But anyways, uh, you know, it, this is a paranoid situation. It really is. You don't know what the future might hold, and in the world of sports, certainly you don't know what the world— Might hold as far as that is concerned. The LA Times a couple of days ago, and you may have read this, on Tuesday or Monday of this week, indicated that as of Thursday today, there wouldn't be a sports section. They just stick sort of the sports section inside the calendar section, which I don't blame them based on the fact that, I mean, there's not that much to talk about. How many times can you say we don't know if the NBA is going to start, depending on, of course, the virus again? But Thursday, they did have a sports section. So I don't know what the future might hold as far as the Los Angeles Times is concerned. And if Tom Hofarth jo- joins us, and I hope he does today, we'll talk about other newspapers across America. Tom, of course, writes for the uh, LA uh, uh, Business News and the Sports Business News. And of course, uh, he writes columns for the LA Times. But uh, I imagine newspapers around America are cutting back on their short, uh, sports uh, page. I don't have any question about that. But the big story in sports, sort of, playboy after 66 years of publishing no longer publishing any comments i mean they talk some sports in there they write a little sports in there like once every year but it's it's happening everywhere it really is sports illustrated down to once a month espn the sports uh uh, weekly no longer in existence whatsoever uh sports Illustrated, again is indicated once a month uh They've all dropped out. They really have. I mean, you know, Baseball Digest doesn't doesn't uh, 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 provide as much information as it did in the past. It's cut back on the publication. It just, I guess, it costs too much to publish, and everybody's getting it online. But I got to tell you something. I feel more comfortable reading a magazine or any kind of publication than I do reading it online. I just do. And you never know if the, the Wi-Fi is going to work, you, this and that. And it's also something that you always have if you go as far as the magazine is concerned. What are your thoughts about uh, newspapers, magazines going more online and less and less as far as uh, real pages is concerned? Sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. So I'm staring right now at ESPN on the web. And they want you to vote on ESPN College Basketball's greatest of all time bracket because, of course, uh, that's what we'd be doing right now as far as uh, we'd be watching college basketball uh, until the national title, which I think would be next Monday night, or it would be the Monday after, whatever the case might be. Uh, The the point being, it's not going to happen, obviously, and for safety reasons, that's a very good move, no question about that. But they've got a picture here of uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, then Lou Alcindor, and Bill Walton. Who do you think is the greatest center of all time? I know for a fact who's the worst color commentator of all time. That would be Bill Walton. And Kareem's quite a writer. I imagine he would do a better job on color commentating than uh, uh, Bill would also. But as far as the greatest center, I don't know. Bill only won two. Uh, Kareem Liu won three. But I could make the case that uh, there w- that weren't many players ever better than Bill Walton. And before the injury in the NBA... Wow, the Portland Trailblazers, 1977, wow. But um, then the injuries hit, and he was never the same, but he still was voted in the top 50 all-time in the National Basketball Association. That's Bill Walton. Email us, Uh, Kareem or Walton. Okay, maybe also the greatest of all time, and maybe they're talking uh, greatest teams of all time. Which UCLA team is the best that you can remember? 1964, the first one. The perfect season with Walt Hazard and Gail Goodridge and Jack Hirsch in the group, uh, Fred Slaughter. Not bad at all, but of course, I don't think it was the most dominant team. One of Kareem's teams, one of Lou's, uh, one of uh, Bill's teams, and or maybe 1975, the miracle season, sort of. And the fact that uh, uh, the night before the championship game, John Wooden uh, said, I'm going to retire after the next game, and then he did, and they still won, and uh. Uh, of course, they won 64, 65, 67, 68, 69, 70, 71, 72, 73. They lose in 74. They lose to North Carolina State. I don't know how. They had a 10-point lead during the game, and they had a lead in the overtime period. But uh, Tom Burleson and Monty Tao and David Thompson came through in the end, and uh, the Bruins lost to North Carolina State in 1974. All right, bringing it up to, to uh, the modern times like today. Again, we're taping this now at 511 Thursday. Uh, Todd Gurley is no longer a member of the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams now saved like ten million dollars. They had up until four o'clock, I think one o'clock today, uh, if they didn't uh, trade him or release him, they are going to be stuck an extra ten million dollars based on the contract. Now I've read what the the Rams gave him a couple of years ago, and the bottom line is, I think they gave him too much guaranteed a couple of years ago and I think he would have taken less and if they had done that I think he'd still be a member of the LA Rams listen Malcolm Brown's an okay running back University of Texas I remember him and he wasn't even I don't think he was even a draft pick I think he was a free agent but anyways he's played well when he's had the opportunity for the Rams but he's not Todd Gurley Now, again you can make the case that the last three years Gurley certainly has not been the player he was before that but uh I gotta I got a prediction here, a feeling here, that uh, that knee injury that uh, has held him back uh, maybe be over. Maybe he ends up in Atlanta. That would make some sense. They dropped Freeman, who was a good running back in his own right. They dropped, The Falcons dropped Freeman. And, um, of course, he played for Georgia. Gurley played for Georgia. So, I mean, I don't think he'd mind going back where he played his collegiate game. And I just have a hunch that uh, that might work out. Where else? Would it be f- unbelievable if he played – In Tampa, with Brady, if he's healthy, can you imagine with the the wide receivers they have? You know, in the Mike Evans, blank, blank, and the Goodwins, and now you add a running back like Todd Gurley? Not bad whatsoever. And I think the Rams made a mistake. They made a mistake a couple years ago, maybe giving him too much guaranteed money. He would have probably taken less. But I think at this point, you have to keep him. There aren't that many other running backs out there that could be better than Todd Gurley. Your thoughts right here on Sports Biz Believe It. Um, Sportsfred at AOL.com. Sportsfred at AOL.com. Love your thoughts. Did the Rams make a wise or bad decision as far as Todd Gurley is concerned? Melvin Gordon, uh, I guess he's gone from the Chargers. So the Southern Californians lost two top-notch running backs. No question about that. Hey, we, we mentioned uh, Tom Brady. Why do you think he ended up, you know, of all the teams out there, I would never have thought that Tampa would be his final choice. Now, from a monetary situation, there's no state income tax in Florida. Okay. But is that the reason he went to Tampa and not San Diego? San Diego, not, not the Los Angeles Chargers? I don't know. Well, why not the Raiders in Vegas? Um, Chargers certainly uh, have an off, a good enough offensive line, I think, from that aspect to, to – Uh, certainly uh, give uh, Brady, who will be 43 soon, the chance to pass. they got uh, two or three fine wide receivers the Chargers do. Maybe in Los Angeles he understood that uh, the Chargers are not the Rams. The Chargers are sort of like the second team. And since they're the second team, maybe he doesn't want to be the guy on the second team. I'm just presuming. I don't know why Tom Brady did not uh, um, sign with the Chargers. Again, the Raiders' situation is obviously interesting. As, as soon as uh, they made the deal uh, a couple of days ago, then, of course, he was out as far as Las Vegas was concerned, the Vegas Raiders. But, um, uh, again, what about week before, a week before that? Uh, obviously, they're not happy with Carr. That's why they made the, the secondary deal. But uh, Marietta's from Oregon. We all remember him. He's a very... Good quarterback. I don't think he's played up to his potential in his years at, you know, at Tennessee. but And of course, uh, he was beaten out last year by uh, Ryan Tannehill. But the bottom line again is that uh, uh, Brady's in Tampa, not in Southern California, not in Las Vegas. And your comments at sportsfred at com. sportsfred at com. Obviously, we don't have the NCAA basketball tournament, and we talked a few seconds about that a few minutes ago. But the bottom line is here, ESPN did put out a, the, the schools that were going to make it, in their opinion. Now, this is not the uh, uh, collegiate uh, uh, scenario totally, because it could be wrong. It was written by Steve Gleason of uh, uh, ESPN, but um, it had five schools from the Pac-12 fifth being USC. UCLA was not in. Now again, we never had a conference tournament, so that's based just on the regular season. Well, I can't disagree. UCLA lost twice to USC, and USC had had, uh, fewer bad losses than UCLA had. Cal State, Fullerton, and Hofstra. I can't disagree with uh, Gleason of uh, ESPN as far as the uh, lineup uh, uh, in his mind, but... Again, we've talked about this uh, many times here on Believe in Sports Business, Sports Media. Uh, Maybe it's because of the satellite cable TV situation where DirecTV, with their millions of subscribers like Sucker, Yours Truly, Fred, um, you can't get the Pac-12. And even if you could get the Pac-12 because Larry Scott made a bad deal as far as the times that they are televised – Many games start at 7.30 or 8 uh, Pacific time, which uh, of course makes 11 o'clock in the East, 10.30 in the East. And people go to sleep. They have to work. Well, not now. They don't have to work. But uh, before the virus hit hit us, they had to work. So the bottom line is uh, uh, if the Pac-12 was on more often, would they have gotten more schools in this season? And would they deserve to have gotten more schools in this season? I would say in past seasons, the answer would be yes. They deserved more schools in this year. I actually think the Pac-12 was pathetic outside of uh, Oregon, outside of Oregon. I think uh, that uh, it wasn't a very top-notch conference. I really don't. I think very average clubs outside of the ducks and, uh, Altman's a good coach up there. And uh, they had, of course, uh, Peyton Pritchard, who I think was voted, he must have been voted uh, Pac-12 Player of the Year. But um, the other 11 schools, uh, you know, UCLA, USC, and uh, um, Arizona, Arizona State, uh, a little bit above average, but nothing more than that. And the other schools, Cal, Stanford, very average indeed. And Washington State, uh, not very good at all. Washington, not very good at all. And again, if anybody's questioning the fact that they stopped uh, playing uh, in the middle of the first round uh, or quarter of the first round, no, you, you've got to stop it. Uh, obviously, life and death situations here, no question about that. And I think uh, eventually Larry Scott made the wise decision, eventually the NCAA made the wisest of decisions. Hey, before we leave you today, and this is Believe Sports Biz, I am Fred Wallen, sportsfred at AOL.com, sports sportsfred at com. the Olympic Games. Again, we're taping this now at uh, 519 on Thursday and March 19th. And earlier today, President, uh, I can't You really use these two words together, President Trump, you know I don't like him, so maybe I'm not objective here, but he said uh, that uh, as far as the Olympic Games uh, was concerned, it'd be up to Japan. No way, no way in hell, no way, sucker. The USOC could say no. I do remember Jimmy Carter in 1980 said no to the Olympics in Moscow because the Russians were in Afghanistan. So he he tried to so Trump tried to pass the buck. No sell here. If I'm a parent of a youngster who is an Olympian type, I would have told her or him no. No way in heck would I allow you to compete in the Olympic Games in Japan when this virus is running rampant. So, again, if the IOC does not stop it, the USOC must, because Trump wants to stay friends with Abi in Japan. And that could mean kids getting ill, maybe dying of the virus. Bottom line is the president is supposed to protect us. and You're supposed to trust him. Today again, earlier today again, he told us what he is really worth. Nothing. All he cares about himself. And that's it. He wants to have a good relationship with Abi of Japan. That's fine. Not when life and death is involved. That's my opinion. I'd love yours sportsfred at AOA.com, sportsfred at AOA.com. Hopefully Tom Hofarth will be back next week. Scott, thank you for putting this uh, podcast together because I am totally incompetent. I have the world's slowest computer. And we'll see you next week right here, Sports Biz, Sports Media on Believe. Folks, have a great uh, rest of the night and uh, stay home and be safe. And we'll see you next week right here on Believe. Bye, everybody.